On today's show, we've got several strategies that could help you reduce your taxes in retirement. That and a lot more. So come on back to Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Welcome into Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. 42 years combined experience between these two in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They, again, are fiduciaries, and we talk retirement each and every week. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. You can find Mark and Casey at Elevated Financial Management. Great website, great resource for you. Check it out, efmnw.com. That is all letters, EFM. NW.com. And they also host a TV show right here in the market. Elevate your wealth. Check it out. All right, guys. So let's get into this. To help reduce your tax burden once you retire and you free up more money for expenses and, of course, fun, you got to give income planning a try. And here are four ways to adjust your income and get a better grip on your, yes, tax bill because it is coming, folks. Casey, let's start with you. Connect taxation with outflow as well as income. This is something that we see retirees have a big problem with, uh, essentially because this is a big change for people (sighs) as they move into retirement. Uh, When you're working, you're taxed on your earned income. Um, And that's pretty normal. You know, you do that for 40 years or something. And so you kind of get used to this idea that whatever money I bring in is what I'm going to get taxed on. Um, But here's the big difference. When you retire, you don't have earned income anymore. Uh, Instead, you're going to be pulling from your retirement plans. And so the money that you take from your retirement plans And I want to be very clear about this, whether you spend it or not, if you take the money out of your retirement accounts, like your IRA, your 401k, you're going to pay taxes on that money. In addition, you do have other income sources like social security and pensions. You're going to pay taxes on those dollars as well. And so you have a different combination than you would normally have when you're working. And it's, it's a mind shift. Um, It's a mindset adjustment that you have to be prepared for. And understanding that switch really isn't easy. Uh, The way that taxes are paid on social security is calculated differently than the taxes on your earned income in your working years. So instead of uh, using your adjusted gross income, the IRS will use your provisional income to determine certain thresholds, and that'll tell them how much of your Social Security uh, benefit is taxable. So you could be taxed on 0% of your Social Security, which is, for most folks, very unlikely, but that is a possibility. Um, You could be taxed on 50% of your Social Security, or up to 85% of your social security. And again, that's based on your provisional income. So depending on your specific circumstance, and that really kind of brings in something that we highlight a lot, which is that your situation is unique to you. So your provisional income for you, for your household is different than it is for somebody else. And that's why you need a custom tailored plan just for you to understand what that income is going to look like the taxes and how it's going to affect you specifically. Um, So that means uh, in addition to that, that your IRA distribution will be taxable. And because of that distribution from your IRA, we're going to talk about um, uh, required minimum distributions here this morning, I believe. But the IRA distributions that you take, let's say you're not planning to take much, but you have to take some because of an RMD. Well, it can push you into a higher tax Mm -hmm. bracket and it can cause more of your social security to be taxed. So you really got to have a plan. You got to understand what the options are and pay attention to that to make sure that you don't um, get kind of a tax torpedo that you weren't expecting. I mean, we, we talk about the moving parts when it comes to retirement planning here on Elevate Your Wealth. We do it on a weekly basis, but we also give you an outlet, right? We give you an opportunity 
to get on the calendar with Mark and Casey at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. We're going to open up calendar positions for the upcoming week. And again, this is your opportunity to kick the tires, get to know Mark, Casey, their team at Elevated Financial Management, and, and just see where you are in your retirement planning process. Maybe you haven't started. Maybe you're in the middle of something. Maybe you need a second opinion. Again, we'll open up those spots here in just a little bit. So this next one, and again, we're talking about you know ways that you can adjust your income to get a better grip on what's going to come at you, and that's a tax bill, and you want to make sure you're prepared for it. you got to plan for it. So, Mark, what about spending down traditional IRAs? and delay Social Security if you can. You know, this is, again, something that uh, a lot of people that come to our workshops or listen to our radio show or even uh, see us on TV uh, have, there's some confusion about because people tend to want to leave their IRAs or their 401ks uh, till last, till the last possible moment. Uh, Right now, because of the tax situation that we're all faced with, with taxes going to be going up, um, it we believe it can make a lot of sense to turn your uh, IRA on earlier than you might have thought because we know when Social Security, if you're FRA, full retirement age, and let's use FRA being 66 years old, if you delay, for each year that you delay, you're going to get an increase of 8%. That's like an 8% guaranteed annuity each year for the next four years. That's 32% more money. So why not, is is your IRA or your 401k guaranteed to grow 8%? Well, I think we all know the answer to that. There's not, it might, but right now that's looking like it's doing the exact opposite. It's losing eight or 10% a year. So it's something we all need to be concerned about. So we know, as Casey mentioned, at 72, you're gonna have to start taking withdrawals from that qualified plan, IRA, 403b, a 401k, any other type of tax deferred account. So because you don't pay taxes on these accounts, when you made them, you know, during your working years, you're going to have to face the music on the back end, right? So every dime that comes out, as Casey mentioned, you're going to get a 1099 for and you will be taxed that year. But here's something that you may not realize that these withdrawals are going to be taxed at your marginal tax rate. That's something that we really want to highlight with people because they don't understand, as Casey mentioned, provisional income. What does that mean? Well, that's really all sources of income. So your tax rates matter. So it's not going to be taxed at the favorable capital gains rates, which could be going up uh, very soon here, or qualified dividend rates. So it could be taxed at a much higher rate. So we have to worry, why does this matter to each and every one of us? because marginal tax rates are generally going to always be higher than capital gains rates. So you want to pay attention to this. It can save you a lot of money. So if you're strategic about how you spend down your qualified assets before you turn 72, you're going to possibly reduce your required minimum distributions. Casey just mentioned the torpedo that happens. A lot of people wait, and then all of a sudden they got these fairly significant sized RMDs that they weren't planning for. They don't really need the money and it ups their taxes on social security. You could be hit with the IRMA, the the surtax on your Medicare premiums. They can go through the roof. So planning is so critical in this area. And so many folks don't understand all the intricacies that they want to know about this tax situation. And it can really adversely affect them. 
Elevate Your Wealth. You're tuned to it. Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, Elevated Financial Management, where you can find them right here in the Seattle market. And folks, it's always about planning on this show. And we also give you an opportunity, no cost, no obligation, no pressure to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. Meet Mark, Casey, the team, and talk about your retirement situation. It is all about the plan. We're talking about taxes, how to better get a better grip on it uh, as you're moving into retirement. What about, Casey, this may be the last one we have time for, but, you know, convert traditional IRA assets into a Roth IRA. We talk about Roths all the time, uh, but this is something people need to consider really when it comes to taxes. Yeah, this is uh, very popular uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, when we consider taxes moving forward, most people are under the assumption that taxes are going to go up. Uh, and Mark and I would say that that's a, a pretty good assumption. When we look forward to the future, we consider the debt load that the country has, all those kind of things. We don't need to get into all those uh, little intricacies right now. But realistically, moving forward, it's a, a pretty solid bet that taxes are going to go up. So if that's the case, if we could choose to pay taxes on our money now versus five years from now, believing that, let's say there's just a five or 6% difference in our tax rate between now and five years from now, well, that would be a five or 6% saving if we take advantage of the current tax rates. And so that's something that is really available, especially as we're approaching retirement. Before you reach age 72, you do not have to take money out of your IRA, your 401k accounts, but you can. And so if you take money from your traditional IRA, from your 401k, and you convert it into a Roth account, you do choose to pay the taxes now. But if you're paying them at a lower rate now than what that rate will be in a few years from now, then you're, you're saving that difference. In addition to that, if you can do that conversion and let the money grow for 15 or 20 years, none of that growth is taxed. You're only paying taxes on the amount right now that you're converting, but a Roth account, you only pay taxes on the money when it goes in. You never pay taxes again, never on the growth. Um, as long as you wait, there's a five-year wait period that we have to have, and you have to be over the age 59 and a half. So there are some uh, things that we have to do before we can get into a Roth, and we have to understand how they work. But doing that Roth conversion can save you a great deal of taxes in time, even if it's just on a small amount that we convert this year. I tell you, folks, it's about having a plan and taxes and how you're going to handle taxes is a big part of it. Now's the opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Casey, what's going to happen for the next five callers? Well, for our first five callers, uh, we have a retirement readiness review. The reason we call it that is because it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a review of how retirement ready you really are. Do you have a plan or do you just have a portfolio? And so with that, we're going to talk about taxes for your specific situation, just like we've been talking about this morning. We're going to consider Social Security with you and determine what's the right time for you to take Social Security because it's different for you than it is for everybody else. In addition to that, we're going to consider all your income sources, and we're also going to take a look and see if your IRA could be converted to a Roth and what benefit that would have for you in the future. We have five positions. Call now, 866-668-3625. Again, 866-668-3625. That'll secure an appointment for the upcoming week. Again, Elevated Financial Management, 866-668-3625. No cost, no obligation, and simply no pressure. Coming up next, we're going to talk about keeping you on track for your retirement, and it's going to be outlining what ways that baby boomers are wasting money, right? And these are things you need to be aware of, and that's coming up next.
Welcome back into Elevate Your Wealth. Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins are your hosts. Elevated Financial Management, where you can find them right here in the Seattle market. 42 years combined experience between these two, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And each and every week, it is about retirement. It's about planning. It's about being ready for your golden years. And look, folks, we have an opportunity for you to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management no cost, no obligation, and simply no pressure. Get to know the team at Elevated Financial Management and see where you are in your planning process. And maybe that a situation where you haven't started planning. This would be a great time to kickstart it. Or you're in the middle of something, you're confused, you're frustrated, and you're thinking, you know what, I've already committed somewhere. You can get a second opinion, folks. Get another set of eyes on what's going on with your plan. And again, that's no cost, no obligation, and no pressure. So no one can tell you how to spend your hard-earned money in retirement. But, and it's a big but, some of the money decisions you make could make a difference. So some good and some bad. So we got to be careful here. And we got some ideas to help you kind of stretch your budget. So Casey, we'll start with you. Uh, and th this is, I think a lot of people are guilty of this. And that's buying or sp I guess spoiling the grandkids too much. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. I think the majority of grandparents are guilty of that. And it comes from a good spot, right? They want to spoil their grandkids. It's all love. And we totally understand that. And I think this is something where it's so important we talk about a budget a lot. If you listen to our show on a regular basis, if you see us on TV, we talk about a budget regularly. And, and really the point being here, it, it's totally okay. We know that you want to spoil your grandkids. We get it. Uh, but we want to make sure it's part of the budget. We want to make sure that it doesn't have a detrimental impact on your retirement as well. So if we have a proper budget built that shows that that money can come out each month of a certain dollar amount and it's allocated to get something for the grandkids, that's great. We totally support that. But we just want to do it responsibly and make sure. The other thing too that uh, sometimes, you know, when we're thinking of different things at the store and those beautiful items just happen to pop into our cart that we want to give to our grandkids, uh, sometimes we can, if we have a little restraint, um, that can help stop resentment from parents or who may, maybe may not be able to afford as much for their kids or that kind of thing. And so, you know, there's there's other benefits to it as well. But ultimately, ultimately as is the case with any spending in retirement, we just want to make sure that it's not going to cause a problem for the rest of the plan. I tell you, and, and a lot of these things are going to impact you as you're moving uh, just into retirement and well into retirement. We're talking about stretching your budget, things that you can do. And we all want to spoil the grandkids. We get it. But, you know, you need to do it within reason. That'll help you stretch that budget. Uh, Mark, this next one, this is a tough one because we're seeing more and more of this. And that's support. Supporting adult children still as you are moving into and into retirement. Yeah, in fact, uh, this has become a reality for for so many parents that really are grandparents, but they've gone back into the parent mode. They're they're raising uh, their uh, grandchildren now as if they were the parents. There could have been a, maybe a drug issue uh, or just parents completely down and out. So we know that that can happen. And what a wonderful thing if you can step up and help your children by helping raise their, you know, your grandchildren in that regard. But it's something that we need to be balanced about because it's easy to become an enabler too as well. And so we know that inflation is raging. Uh, look at what's happened with loan rates now for homes. Our children might be struggling to be able to even get a loan now if they want to buy a house. What about college loans? We know that that debate is still raging in Congress as to how much is going to be forgiven and, and when. Um, but if you find yourself and you're just 
blindly writing checks to your adult children every month, you might want to just stop for a moment and really think about it. Because if you're endangering your own retirement, your own financial well-being, you need to take a hard look at that. In fact, there was an unbelievable study that was just done by savings.com. Listen to this. More than half of parents are providing at least some financial support to their children over 18. And a decision, this is what I was surprised about, it's costing them not a a low sum of money every month. It is very significant. In fact, they said on average, 1000 a month. Think about an extra $12,000 a year coming out of your retirement budget uh, to, to help take care of your children. So it's something that we need to be balanced about, but it is, it's wreaking havoc on a lot of retirement plans today. You know, the example we've used before uh, on the program, guys, is that one where we're on the airplane, uh, we hit the turbulence, we've already been explained the safety procedures, the mass drops out of the ceiling, and what do you do first? You take care of yourself, right? You make sure you get your mask on, and that's your retirement. And then yep. you go and you help uh, the children that are flying with you. And in this case, you know, your children in life. So make sure your retirement uh, is covered. Talking about stretching your budget, things that you can do as you are in retirement now. And uh, Casey, this next one, uh, I don't know about the rest of you, but when I play golf, I want to play from the tips. I don't want to move up to the senior tees. But <laughs> if you're skipping senior discounts, okay, uh, this can really add up. I mean, somebody, you know, I'm not that old, but if you get a discount, man, go get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, Morgan. I, I think it's important. You know, it, it might have been a painful moment when those AARP membership flyers started <laughs> arriving in the mail. Uh, but but don't let pride get in the way. Yes. Um, you know, look at it the right way, right? A dollar saved is a dollar earned. And so if, if you can save a couple bucks, if it's five or 10 or 15% on something, by all means, save the money. I mean, that's just going to help you. Uh, maybe we go back to one of the first things we talked about here is this buying something for the grandkids. Well, if, if saving that money helps you buy something else for the grandkids, that's great. If it helps you um, store some money up in the bank for a rainy day, whatever it is, don't be shy to get that discount. Um, you know, that's something that you've earned. That's a, that's a sign of respect. Please take advantage of that. Um, whether it be a, a discount on a meal or a cup of coffee or something at the store, whatever it is, take advantage of what's available to you because that all adds up. Hey, I just wanted to say to you, Casey, I, I enjoy my AARP uh, <laughs> deductions and things right now. And I'm, I'm 65, so I get it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use all that free money I can. Stretching your budget, you're in retirement, ways that you can make that money uh, last a little bit longer, things that you can do. And what about this next one? Because I hear this one too, blindly paying for life insurance, Mark. Yeah, this, is, this can cause a lot of confusion in the retirement planning world. There is a definite place for life insurance. We know that when we're younger and we've got a family, maybe we've, we've just bought our first home, got a child or two, we want to protect them, right? So we're going to buy a life insurance policy. And there's different types. We've talked about it many times over the, the last several years. There's term insurance, there's universal life, there's whole life, there's decreasing term. So it, we need the type of insurance that's going to make sense for our personal situation. But you have to figure that out because a lot of times the advice is once we pay our home off, oh, maybe we shouldn't keep that insurance anymore. Well, that could be a big mistake uh, depending on your individual situation. In fact, Casey and I both believe the best way that we can move money to our children or our grandchildren is through life insurance because of the leverage. But there's hoops you have to jump through, right? You've got to be healthy enough to be able to, 
to get it. So you want to look at your situation, but you also, our goal is to take care of our loved ones, right? That's, that's what we all want to do as parents or grandparents, take care of the people that we care the most about. And life insurance is going to help you do that. And if we get rid of our policy, what if you are the main breadwinner and then you die unexpectedly? What happens to the bills? Who's going to pay those? See, so there's a lot to, to consider. And it really is critical that you think about it and you have a plan, a contingency, right? If something does happen that's could be very tragic in consequence that you didn't you never thought was going to happen to you. Elevate your wealth. We talk retirement each and every week here in the Seattle market, powered by Elevated Financial Management, where you can find Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, their entire team. And we always talk the topics. And we're talking about stretching your budget when you're in retirement. We are going to jump to this one because it's open enrollment right now. And a lot of people are focusing in on this. Casey, you're going to get last word. And then we're going to open up those positions on the calendar. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. What about this one? This is something that people really need to be careful. Don't want to miss the Medicare sign-up deadline. Yeah, if you miss the Medicare sign-up deadline, um, it's needlessly wasteful and it can be very costly. Retirees who turn 65 and have not yet tapped Social Security have a seven-month window to sign up. Um, And so if you haven't done that, especially as we're approaching the end of the year, you need to start considering this. Um, There is some other pieces to consider too surrounding your birth date, that seven-month window, that kind of thing. But you've really got to pay attention. You've got to be aware of what your options are. If you don't sign up when you're supposed to, you'll face a costly premium penalty of 10% for each 12-month period that you waited. And this is something that's going to haunt you if you've got to pay that cost, that additional cost, when you could have just had a little bit more discipline, had a conversation with a financial professional or somebody that could help you sort that out. So really pay attention to what's going on with your Medicare. I'll tell you, we, we're just scratching the surface on stretching your budget when you're in retirement. Now's the opportunity to ask your own questions. Casey, we've got five positions on the calendar for next week. What's going to happen for these five callers? Well, we just want to highlight this. This is a, a no cost, no obligation, complimentary review. Here's five main areas of retirement that we're going to look at with you individually. Income. What are your income sources? How reliable are they? What are taxes going to look like for you? Can we possibly lower them in the future? Are your investments appropriate and are they comfortable? We'll consider that as well as healthcare. We just talked about Medicare. What are your options there? What medications do you take? How does that factor in? And then we'll consider legacy and estate planning, making sure that it all passes to the next generation as responsibly as possible. All right, we've got five positions. Call now, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Again, they will not last long. 866-668-3625. Coming up next, well, we're all familiar with fake news, misleading stories. We're going to talk about it. The problem is a lot of the advice that you're going to be getting, it might just be flat out wrong. And again, that's coming up next. Elevate Your Wealth, hosted by Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in the Seattle market. They have 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate and sometimes referee between Mark and Casey. But it's always in in, in good fun when we're talking about retirement. It's a very serious subject, but we get a few chuckles in here and there. We want to remind you, too, that uh, you might be busy. You might be out and about. Well, there's a great website that you can always go to, and it's a great resource for you. And here are the letters, E-F-M-N-W 
EFMNW.com. That's EFMNW.com. And you can find links to the TV show. They are on locally. Elevate Your Wealth a la the TV. Elevate Your Wealth on the radio. It's all good stuff. All right, so let's get into this, guys. In the course of your retirement planning, you may come across advice from well-meaning individuals, family members, friends, maybe somebody at the gym when you're working out, and they're always talking about their retirement. But it, it might lead you down the wrong path. All right. But some of this advice you need to really take with a grain of salt. So we want to we want to make sure that you're uh, doing the right things and it's all individually based. So make sure you have your own retirement plan. It is custom to you. There's going to be that opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark and Casey at Elevated Financial Management. You can have this very discussion. But let's talk about some of the ones. All right. So Social Security, this is the one that I hear a lot, guys. And Mark will go with you first. Social Security is dying. So you might as well claim benefits as early as possible. Yeah, that is some water cooler talk that you want to be very, very cautious about because I do, I really pride myself and our company does too uh, on social security planning. It is really the bedrock of most retirement plans that we run. Uh, We're fortunate that we have it. I'm very thankful I'm going to have mine. I'm debating when I'm going to start mine uh, this next year, possibly next September. I'll be full retirement age. So what I want to uh, highlight about this is, again, your situation is going to be unique to you. Now, there's been a lot of publicity about the trust fund. I will say this as a nationally certified Social Security advisor. I read the trustee reports every year and I study them. And right now, in close to 10 years or so, it's projected that that trust fund is going to run out. But I would not go and say, oh, it's going to run out in 20, you know, 33. And thus, because of that, I want to start my social security now, because if I don't, I'm going to lose money. That could be a big mistake. I believe that there is going to be income shortfalls. It could be as much as 20 or 25%. That could be coming. That's why we want to have a contingency plan to make up that lost social security that we might all be hit with. But lawmakers, they're going to have to do something. I believe that that they are going to make changes. What they're exactly going to be, I think one of the big ones we could see is FRA, full retirement age might be bumped up to 70 instead of 66 or 67, depending on the year you were born. So it's a big if is what I want to highlight here, that that you better go and get yours now, because if you do, you could be losing up to 25% of your money. So, you know, I, I wish I could tell everybody exactly what was going to happen, but I can't. But I'm not planning on me or my children not getting Social Security. I believe we are. There's going to be changes, but you don't want to make a decision just because you believe Medicare might be uh, going away because I don't think it will. They've never missed a check, and I don't think they're going to in the in any time in the foreseeable future. I like the way you phrase it, the water cooler talk. Everybody's talking about the what if scenarios and social security is going to be in the crosshairs uh, of a lot of that conversation. But I, I absolutely, I'm hearing the same things you are. It is such a political volleyball. Uh, it is going to be there in some form or fashion. It may change, um, but you can almost 
uh, chisel it in stone that Social Security is going to be around for quite some time. And, and again, it may change, but just remember, it's not it's not dying. I mean, it's changing. That's a better way to describe it. All right, yeah, so exactly. we're, we're, we're going over some of these things. Again, you're hearing out there, you're, you're at a family reunion, uh, you know, a gathering on a, on a Sunday, and somebody's maybe had a scotch or two, and they're starting to talk about their retirement and things they're doing. And so this, this next one, that, that 4% rule, that, that 4% rule, man, you're safe to do that, right? Casey, safe, 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 safe. Oh yeah. Just that blanket statement, 4% covers everything, right? It's a one size fits all. That's, that's definitely not the case. And, and I think Morgan, you, you said it perfectly earlier that we know that the people that are maybe kind of spreading these different things really have the best intention. Yes. They, they really do. We, we know that there's no uh, harmful intent, but the point being that again, everything is situational. And so let's, let's kind of hide that, highlight that with the 4% rule. So the idea behind the 4% rule for uh, those that are unaware is that you should be able to take 4% of your total retirement nest egg every year in retirement without, and, th- and that will keep you from your retirement nest egg running out. That's the idea behind the 4% rule. But there's some other things that don't get said when the 4% rule gets brought up. Number one, that's based on a 60-40 portfolio. So if you don't have a 60-40 portfolio, 4% rule doesn't work for you. Uh, in addition to that, the 60-40 portfolio, when this all started, the 4% rule, when this all started, that 40% was bonds and 60% in stocks. Well, with the recent market troubles, we've seen that bonds have gone down in value, which is something that used to work opposite of stocks, as well as the income from bonds is not as high now as it was when the 4% rule was created. So the world has changed. The investing world has changed. And so the 4% rule has to change too. One other thing that's changed as well is that people are having longer retirements now than they did even 15 or 20 years ago. And so that 4% rule very well may not apply for you. Taking 4% from your retirement accounts with the market volatility like we're seeing right now and a longer retirement uh, really could be detrimental to your plan. So we've got to factor that in and see what truly is appropriate in your individual circumstance. Um, there is a chance that 4% might work, but there's also a high chance that it might not. 3% might be more realistic or potentially even less than that. There are a number of PhDs um, in the financial world that have looked at the 4% rule and said, no, it's more like 2.5 or 2.7 or some even um, estimating less than that. So really, this is situational. Um, do not let Uncle Bob or somebody else tell you that 4% is the end all be all because it isn't. It's very unique to what you have going on. Yeah, it needs to start with a conversation. I love what you said there, Casey. I mean, it's not mean-spirited. I mean, these are your friends. These are family members. You're talking about your situation, their situation. Uh, it needs to be customized to you. Uh, your withdrawal rate's going to be different uh, from Uncle Bob's, right? So we're talking about things that you're going to be hearing out there, and we want to make sure you're getting, you know, educated, uh, having these types of conversations before you got, you know, just start charging down a certain path. So, you know, the first one we talked about was Social Security. It's dying. Well, folks, it's not. It could be changing. uh, And it is a political volleyball. It's going to be around for quite some time. So you can relax on that, but it will change. It needs to fit into your plan. And then that 4% rule could be different. As we move forward, yours might be a little bit different, might be a little bit less. Okay. And this next one, Mark, expect your expenses to drop dramatically once you stop working. I've heard this one, but that might not always be true. In fact, if there was a big no buzzer, I would have everybody <laughs> put their hand on that right now because we we run a lot of plans every year, as you know. And 
if I were to take a poll of the ones where they're actually uh, reducing their income. Now, I do believe if they're close to paying off the mortgage, that could absolutely uh, be pivotal for them. They will pay less, but a lot are still carrying a mortgage into retirement. And so if you're in that situation, uh, you got to be careful um, because your, your spending is probably going to be real close. And sometimes we're seeing it going up after they retire. So that, that water cooler talk, or like Morgan's been saying, Casey been saying, Uncle Bob and Aunt Wilma, that, that may very easily backfire if you're kind of put together a plan thinking that that's going to happen. Now, we know when you don't report to work anymore, you're, gonna, you're not going to be paying the expenses of driving or uh, metro, however you got to work, gas. Uh, everybody believes gas is necessarily going to go down. Well, I've got clients that are driving more now uh, than they were when they were working. So that's a bill that necessarily may actually go up. So, you know, we've got to look at your individual situation and we highlight this over and over again, please come in. Let's talk about your specific budget and how we might be able to help uh, improve that. Also, you know, we want to try and maintain our health, right? I think we'd all agree with that in retirement. We know that you're going to have costs that come up, even if you have Medicare, uh, depending on your income, you could be looking at a, uh, an Irma surtax. It can be pretty dramatic. Um, you're going to have co-pays and deductibles. And a lot of that can actually be as high, if not higher, uh, when you retire than it was under your company uh, plan. So uh, there's a very high likelihood that you're going to spend more on health care in retirement that you did while you were working. So all of these things, you need to be careful. They're very easily not going to be reduced. We could actually spend more in retirement than we were when we were working. Yeah, yeah I mean, let me add to that yeah. too, Mark, if I could. I think that, you know, it's it's really important to think of this realistically. Uh, when you have more time on your hands, what do you do? Well, you want to go do things. Yep. What does it cost to do things? Money, right? So it, most people don't plan a retirement to sit around and watch TV. They plan a retirement to be out and be active and spend time with their family and do things that they've been waiting to do. And so you have more time to do those things there's a real chance that it could cost you more in retirement. So you, you, this idea that, that expenses drop when we retire, I mean, that's a magical fairy tale if I've ever heard one. Yeah, I mean, especially the early years. I mean, the go-go years, every day's mm -hmm. Saturday, you're out there. I mean, tea times. I mean, it, it's going to cost money, right? So that's just... Right. Just make sure you're aware. So bottom line, Casey, uh, you, you want to take everything with a grain of salt. You don't want to be misled. You need to have a plan. Yeah, you know, so many people are eager to dish out retirement advice. And like we've already said, we understand why. They want to help you. That's great. Um, they may be doing you a disservice intentionally. And the point being here that your retirement is definitively unique to you. It is your own situation and what you want to do in retirement and what that's going to cost and what your budget is and your income and your nest egg and all of those things, that is unique to you, just the same way that it's unique to whoever the person is that's giving you the advice. And so their advice may be appropriate for you. It may very well not be appropriate. And so it's important to have a professional help you um, because that professional is only interested in making you successful they are not thinking of anything else. They're only thinking of your situation. All right. So Uncle Bob, Aunt Wilma, everybody out there listening, this is your opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. Casey, we have five positions. What's going to happen for the first five callers? 
Well, we call this our retirement readiness review. And here's kind of some of the highlights that we're going to take a look at for you. Those that take advantage of this are going to get a deep dive into their risk that they're taking in their portfolio. So what type of risk are you taking? Is it appropriate? Is it comfortable? How will your investments react? We'll also look at the fees that you're paying to make sure that you're truly getting what you should be for the cost. And then we'll look at the tax efficiency of your investments, the impact of inflation, making sure that the correlation of your assets is correct. We'll bundle all that up together just for you specifically. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Retirement readiness review available right now. Five of them, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Call now, get a better handle on your retirement situation. 866-668-3625. Coming up next, it's question and answer. Bellevue, Seattle, Kent, and Maple Valley. You're up next. Next. your wealth. Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, Elevated Financial Management, the power behind the program. They have 42 years combined experience between them and the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. That requires planning, folks. They are fiduciary advisors. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. It is always about your golden years. We talk about it each and every week, but we also give you an opportunity, no cost, no obligation, no pressure to get in there. Talk with Elevated Financial Management and see where you are in your planning process. Maybe you haven't started. This is an excellent opportunity to kickstart it. Or you're in that other boat. You're already halfway down the path maybe and you've started planning, but you're frustrated. You're not getting feedback. You need a second opinion. We have five positions remaining. We'll open them up immediately following our question and answer. So jump on those appointments. Bellevue is our first question. Mark, you get it from Ralph. Here it is. Are there any other benefits to contributing to a traditional IRA besides deductions? I don't qualify for deductions and would like to make a well-informed decision here. I plan to retire at 67, which is going to be in two years for me. You know, uh, Ralph, thanks for that question. You and I are the exact same age. We're 65 years old and you're getting close to pulling the handle, right? The parachute's about right open and you're going to start a wonderful retirement. But it, I like your question, uh, but we, for all the listeners out there, we want to be careful here because he mentioned here, uh, was there anything besides deductions? Well, we know with this type of planning, there's a short-term benefit and a long-term. The short-term benefit is that you would get a deduction for whatever you're able to contribute to your qualified plan. But what's the long-term benefit? Well, it's going to give you a nice bucket of money to draw on come retirement. So if you don't deal with the pain of discipline right now, right, you're going to have the pain of regret. And I see this with people that come to our workshops. They come in and want to talk with us one-on-one -on -one and they only have social security. Well, there's a not, lot of, a not a lot that I can do if they haven't been disciplined about saving money during their, you know, earning years. And so that's really critical. The other thing that we try and help our listeners and our students to really look at is get some tax-free money. Well, somebody says, well, how, do I, how can I accumulate tax-free money? Well, the Roth concept is huge. And if you're not using that and you have the ability inside your plan to use a Roth uh, option versus a traditional, I highly recommend that you look at that. Uh, that can create tax-free money on the back end. The other thing 
life insurance can be used for this type of planning as well, that a lot of people have negative biases about as and, and that's something we want to talk about because it can be a very powerful tool. So there's a lot of good reasons that you want to continue to, uh, for the next two years in your situation, Ralph, continue to, to put into a plan. I recommend a tax-free plan versus a taxable plan, but it's something we could talk about if you come in and, and sit down with us. Question and answer. We call it Ask the Advisor, and we got a twofer. We've got Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins to answer questions for us today. You're going to have your own set of questions, and you might be saying, you know what, that's kind of what I'm going through. That's kind of the question I had, but it's not exactly the question because it's not really all your information, right? You need to have a custom plan for you. There's going to be that opportunity to get on the calendar to elevated financial management, no cost, no obligation, no pressure, kind of see where you are. So take advantage when we open it up. Seattle is our next location. Laurel is there. Casey, this one's for you. Uh, so we're staying right here in the city. I am 57, 285000 in a brokerage account, and about the same in my 401k. I'm currently maxing out the amount I can put in my employer's retirement plan. However, with the market continuing to go down, I'm wondering if I should just keep more in good old cash. I understand that with the market down, I'm essentially buying shares on sale. But if the price continues to fall, I won't have that long to recoup the loss due to my age. What are your thoughts? That is a great question, Laurel. And I, I want to key in on something um, that you said there at the end about if the price continues to fall, that you won't have time to recoup the loss. You are really thinking about this in the right way. Um, you are five to 10 years from retirement potentially means that you're in the retirement red zone. And so what happens right now is going to affect you for the rest of your life. And so we've got to really be cautious when it comes to market downturns as we're approaching retirement. So you're, you're absolutely thinking in the right way. Um, let's kind of break this down in a couple different ways. Number one, contributing to your 401k. If you're getting the employer match and you're, you're contributing and getting 100% of the match, that's a great thing. And I I'm going to tell you that if you can continue to get that match, I would like to see you do that because that free money is really important. Um, where you might be able to make an adjustment is actually inside the 401k. Uh, what we see a lot is that uh, very commonly there is a, a stable value fund or uh, something like a money market account inside of your 401k as an option that's going to be similar to cash. So you're still contributing, you're still getting the employer match, so the money's going into the retirement account. But instead of investing that into international stocks or whatever it may be, it's going into a fund that should be relatively stable and should maybe get you 1% to 2% on an annual basis, which is a low return, but it's a lot better than losing 20 or 30%. So that would be the first thing that I would want you to look for inside of your uh, retirement account. Um, I think that's a very important piece to the puzzle. Uh, can we still continue to take some calculated risk with other funds inside of your uh, employer account inside your 401k? Yes, but it's got to be reasonable. It's got to be appropriate. And we have to understand what the other income sources are. So here's another piece that we would break down. If, if I had a little bit more info, I could answer this uh, very directly. But what I will say is that let's say you've got some good social security and you have a pension, you've got some other income that you can use as uh, reliable sources when you finally reach retirement. Well, what that means is that we can afford to be a little bit more aggressive with the investments that you still have in your 401k because that is potentially more longer term money. So it really depends on your specific situation. And uh, really, everybody that's listening, you're going to hear that from Mark and myself a lot because 
it's the truth. Uh, Whatever is very situational for you, we have to consider all of those things. But Laurel, you're definitely thinking about it in the right way. Um, I would say continue to get the match as much as you can. Look for a stable value account inside of your employer-sponsored plan. And then from there, if that's not available, you can start to take some further uh, risk off the table by possibly putting some money into cash. I'll tell you, a lot of twists and turns when it comes to retirement planning. And all the twists and turns are going to be unique to the individual or that couple that is retiring. So make sure you have that plan and it's customized to you. Question and answer rolling on again, right after Q&A, we're gonna open up five positions on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your planning process. All right, we'll go to Kent for this next one. Hugh is there. Mark, this one's for you. My business has a simple IRA for employees who desire to take part. Unfortunately, our advisor has gone radio silent for the past are you ready? Eight months. The other advisors in the company have been little to no assistance in regard to his whereabouts. I'm fairly old school. I prefer doing business in person and the account is 750k. Is it time to find a new advisor? Well, I'd like to give you about three or four seconds to come up with an answer for that. <laughs> what we're really seeing right now is that a lot of advisors uh, are happy uh, when the market's going up and, and and they'll call their clients and be telling them how much money they've been making and what they should do and other uh, investment strategies that are, are potentially on the horizon. But isn't it interesting uh, in this situation, Hugh, that you're, you're not able to get a hold of your uh, advisor right now, right? And it's a lot tougher to have conversations when money is evaporating like it is right now in our qualified plans or uh, our just our straight brokerages account. And it shouldn't be that way. We need to prepare. This is what Casey and I want to do. We prepare our clients for ups and downs because downs are going to happen if you believe in the market at all. It's the way history has always been. So you can't eliminate the downs. Now you can plan for them. And so much like Casey was mentioned on the last question should be age-based planning how much you invest in the risk you take should really uh, be predicated on your age. And so that's got to be a big part of this. And so I think, yeah, I would be looking for a different advisor. I truly would. Uh, if they're not going to be there when you're really needing them and when your accounts are falling, well then really what good are they in that regard? See, so you have to take personal stock and I would tell you, you deserve to have a fiduciary that looks out for your best interest, but is also going to be there when you really need them. And like it is right now, this is, this is a little bit scary with what's happening. And so we all need a little support and we need to be made to feel like we matter. And if you can't talk to your advisor, how's he making you feel? I think we all know the answer. Final question of the program. Then we'll open up those five calendar positions at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Casey, this one's for you. Maple Valley, Sylvia is asking this. I'm 53. I'm concerned I'm not diversified enough. I have both international and domestic stocks, but at the moment, that's it. Should I look into real estate investments or maybe precious metals? Thanks. Really appreciate the tips each week. Uh, yeah, great question, Sylvia. Um, you know, he- here's what I would say. If if you're in international and domestic stocks, um, it, it kind of depends on which ones you're in. But what is the correlation of those two things? That's a big question. And, and when we sit down with somebody, that's one of the main things we look at when we talk about individual investments. 
Uh, what's the correlation? All too common, we see that folks have an advisor and they give them a, a statement each month and the statement's got this pie chart on it. It's a beautiful colored pie chart that shows that you're in all these different things. But when you really boil it down and you look at how those things react to market ups and downs, they all do the same thing. And so I would say if you're feeling that you're not diversified enough, if those are the only two investments that you've got, yes, it's absolutely time to look at some other options, adding some things in and understanding what your true risk is. You're 53, so you still have some time before retirement, but what you do right now is going to affect you for quite a while. So let's let's figure out what your true diversification is and look at some other options to help offset any market uh, turbulence that might come your way. We have five calendar positions at Elevated Financial Management for the upcoming week. Casey, what's going to happen for these first five callers? If you've been listening to our show for uh, any amount of time, you recognize that we really focus on holistic retirement planning. That's what our show is always about. That's what the TV show is about. That's what our in-person workshops are about. And that's exactly what we're going to do when we sit down and talk with you. We are going to look at the whole picture and find out everything that's going on for you. We're going to look at Roth conversion. Is that a potential option for you? Um, how much is in your accounts and how are they invested? Are they invested uh, in a truly diversified way, in a way that's going to help protect you from market turbulence? We're also going to consider healthcare. Well, one of the biggest costs is costs that retirees face. So we've got to understand what all those options are. We'll also help with legacy and estate planning via a will or a trust, whatever fits for you the best. Um, so don't hesitate to pick up the phone and give us a call. We make it just as easy as that. All right. We've got five positions available for the upcoming week at that retirement readiness review. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Call this number now, 866-668-3625. That's 866 866- Six six eight three six two five. If you have not started planning, this is an excellent opportunity to do so. If you are in the middle of something, it's a great opportunity for a second opinion. 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Another great edition of Elevate Your Wealth in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance companies and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. A Roth conversion may not be suitable for your situation. The primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. The information provided is to help you determine whether or not a Roth IRA conversion may be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Please review your retirement savings, tax, and legacy planning strategies with your legal or tax advisor to be sure a Roth IRA conversion fits into your planning strategies. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.